Welcome back to the pod, the four agreements. All right, get this mic clipped on. Um, outside on this beautiful Friday. All right, so um, from page fifty-three at the break, and I read through most of page 56 until the break right before the end on that page so guys we're in for a treat so I'm glad that I stopped at the break um last time and let's talk about this um next section so you know we've been talking about the second agreement, which is not taking things personally. They talked about not taking things personally that people say, not th- taking things personally that people do. Uh, it starts getting real esoteric here, guys. Um, now, I'm usually down for like deep, vulnerable conversations about things. Um, I guess the difficulty is that lately I've been a little scattered a little bit all over the place you know my schedule shifting here and there I'm kind of making you know I have I have a bit of a routine but it's like I've been really feeling like I need to break that routine and then it's really throwing me off with like the pod the pod episodes and the recordings and you know the it's just kind of throwing me off. Um, I'm trying to kind of settle into something. And, uh, so yeah, like I noticed too, that, you know, I don't really like my mind isn't really going into a lot of deep spaces. Um, because I haven't been, you know, um, like maybe I'm not refreshed or I'm just, Like, it's hard for my mind to kind of, like, settle and, like, delve into those things when it's so busy delving into all kinds of other stuff for my day. So, um, this kind of, this segment kind of hit me, you know, a little bit just because, you know, I've been, you know, just kind of doing, like, a whole, like, matter of fact, like, okay, this is my day, this is what I do, this is what I've been doing. Uh, this is what I did. Uh, this is why I think about it. But I haven't really been taking any like deeper level looks at things too much. Like outside of this book, like I've been I've been doing a little bit, uh, but I feel like it's not like um, I don't know. Like maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe I have had some pretty good insights into things. I just feel like I've been rushed. Like I do record a lot when I'm kind of driving around and stuff, and you know, so I've, you know, I haven't gone to the beach and recorded in a while, so maybe I'll do that tomorrow and during the weekend, but, um, tomorrow's Saturday, and yeah, so I'll probably do that Saturday and Sunday, uh, yeah, because the beach started charging parking, and sometimes it's a little hot now, uh, we still got June gloom, so, and the sun did kind of come out today, but, 
Um, otherwise, it's been it's been pretty gloomy weather, pretty gray out. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, with that, so let's jump into this. Um, so this section on fifty three starts talking about, um, you know, don't take anything personally. Even if they say good things about you, you know, not taking it personally because, you know, people base what they're going to say about you kind of based on their feelings sometimes. Uh, Their feelings about you, their current feelings of the state of mind they're in at that point. Um, And, okay, so I'm going to jump into each of these paragraphs with maybe like examples, but after I go through the general part to them. So, um, all right, so, um, yeah, so actions, words, we already know, we're not taking those personally, um, and then it goes into this super esoteric topic of, you know, the opinions you have about yourself might not necessarily be true and not taking the things that your mind has to say um personally either um now this is where I started getting a little confused these are some ideas I haven't really heard of in in this way before um so it says the mind has the ability to talk to itself but it also has the ability to hear information that is available from other realms um and basically it says the Toltecs called these beings allies and in Europe Africa India they uh they called them the gods uh and then it says this is all on page 54 our mind also exists in the level of the gods so remember earlier how they talked about like these uh realities um the dream uh so yeah um And it says our mind also lives in that reality and can perceive that reality. And then on page 55, it talks about the mind talking to itself, similar to how you have a left hand, a right hand. You can shake your left and right hand together. Like you can shake hands with yourself basically and know what you're doing. Um, Like your hands are both aware of one another uh and then they say you know the mitote uh you know it's called the mitote the they mentioned this earlier in the book uh the mitote is basically like like tons and tons of people talking all at once kind of like a busy marketplace um okay and then page 56 it says some part of the mind 
has objections to certain thoughts and actions and and another part supports the actions of the opposing thoughts so going back through these different ideas um it's like this section for me was kind of hard to tease out like one main point because it seems like it has many points that I haven't really thought about it in that way or heard about it in that way now coming from the psychology background I would say one thing that I can uh, say that is often um, often uh, spoken about one thing that I can say is um you know uh yes it's often it's often spoken about and um you know in psychology you know there's a lot of talk about self-talk you know um positive self-talk negative self-talk usually people um struggle you know and want to talk to a therapist more so along the lines of negative self-talk right because it's like that's the self-talk that's usually more distressing um, or maybe they don't even want to talk about that. They might want to talk about their anxiety or their depression, but then the therapist might realize that the self-talk of that person is negative. And the self-talk is pretty much that internal running voice that just goes on and on and on. Um, and that's where, you know, I was pretty much, uh, taught, I don't know if I learned it in a book or learned it just through my own practicing or maybe a combination of things um um learning about breath work and you know you know when I was practicing breath work like I do it pretty routine eh, I wouldn't say routinely I do it pretty regularly but I don't always have a routine like I'd say the closest I get to having a routine is like sundown or night uh nightfall around 8 p.m. this time of year so just to kind of end the day out and have a time of reflection but that's not always the case um that's not always how um how mm, that's not always how I do things uh so yeah when it talks about self well when it talks about you know um the the talking that kind of mind talking that's kind of what comes to my mind first is the concept of self-talk so not taking anything personally outwardly that someone does or says good or bad um is uh that's an interesting concept because I don't know if I've ever heard anybody talking about like the good aspect 
act as well. Kind of same with the self-talk. Like most times people don't really spend too much time talking about the positive self-talk or, you know, um, usually they want to talk about the negative. Usually they want to talk about, you know, uh, things that they consider distressing, like negative self-talk or uh, taking things personally that other people did or said to them uh, that are negative, not so much taking things personally. Like, I've never heard anybody like, man, they compliment me. Like, if it's, like, in a creepy way, somebody complimenting you and making you, like, uncomfortable or, like, embarrassed, that's kind of, like, different. But, I mean, if somebody is just, like, always complimenting you, always nice to you, always polite to you, you know, usually, I don't know about you, but usually for me, I will not complain about that. I would not be like, oh, this person is so gentle and kind and compassionate. Like, how dare they, you know? Like, usually I'd be kind of like, okay, like, that's nice. That's pleasant. You know, I like that. Um, I mean, there is such a thing as, like, toxic positivity where people are kind of just, like, you know, invalidating in a way where it's like, you know, maybe if, say, if I have an issue and I go and try to open up to my friend about this issue that I'm experiencing, I don't know, it could be anything like, you know, why do I get angry when I'm, you know, sitting in on the front porch and, you know, a neighbor walks their dog and there's a certain dog that likes to come and, you know, sniff around just near my driveway and I feel like it's kind of like an invasion of privacy. Like, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up, but I'm like, you know, if that was a problem I'm dealing with and then I tell a friend, you know, I would want a friend ideally to um, listen and hear what I'm saying and be like, man, like, yeah, I could see how that would be like annoying or I could see how that would be like a challenge to deal with or like what are you gonna do like are you gonna do something about it versus someone being like that's not a big deal like don't like my life has bigger bigger problems than yours or like or like oh you want to compare problems you want to compare complaints and you know concerns with privacy listen to what I have to say about my life instead of yours or like you know um or somebody just being like oh look at the bright side like cheer up you know smile put a smile on your face Yeah, and I'm not saying that those things are bad to say, but it's kind of like, if it's always like that, you know, uh, people kind of sometimes don't feel heard. Like, I I feel like a lot of people want to hear the the things, want to hear someone kind of like siding with them, not always debating with them and like choosing the opposite side or not always just like invalidating them and saying like that how they feel or think is wrong for whatever reason. Now, I would say for myself personally, I do kind of like it when, yeah, people validate and, you know, seem to kind of understand where I'm coming from. But then also like if they could still go like another level with it sometimes too, like if they do think I'm wrong, or if they do think, you know, they would handle it in another way, or if they do feel like their mind would maybe address it differently, I would like to hear, like, what they have to say. Like, a lot of times when I'm talking to my friends, I really like to hear their opinions, even if their opinions are, like, totally different from mine, uh, but there is kind of, like, a way to be kind of, like, uh, you know, like, like, 
sensitive about it or like understanding about it versus being completely invalidating those are two different things um i'm gonna put my phone on low battery all right so all right so that's so that's um one level and then yeah I would say that I do um you know value communication uh in that way but um yeah I mean I'm not I'm not too stuffy with things like I mean I you know I'm not like people can't have their own opinions around me or whatever it's just kind of like the manner in which they express their opinions you know like like I mean I I feel like most of my close friends we can talk about pretty much anything and we don't see the world exactly the same all the time on a lot of stuff on a lot of even important issues like voting and finances and you know expenses and you know drugs and you know all all kinds of things like political religious like we're so different in so many different ways but you know I think you know we all have respect for each other's personalities and enjoy each other's company and personalities um but yeah like when this when the paragraph on page 54 starts talking about um not taking your own mind personally that's something I never really thought about too much um and then where those ideas in your mind come from uh and that your mind has the ability to hear information from other realms I I I I don't I don't think I've heard anything like that before. Um, like, I would say... I would say... Um, for myself personally, I notice how I can tune in or not tune in to um, a certain energy, right? So... Um, if there's like a certain energy where I'm like able to kind of, um, tune into it or not, and that definitely affects my mind and affects if I'm taking things personally, like that's something I've kind of noticed. Like an example of that for me would be like, if I see... You know, if I'm watching a movie and there's something kind of triggering on there, like for example, last night, uh, last night, yeah, last night I was up late watching movies because I couldn't sleep. Um, not that that was gonna help me sleep, but I realized I didn't have any plans. Well, I knew I didn't have any plans till later in the day, and so I figured, you know, since I don't have plans till later, I'm just gonna stay up anyways. So. There was this show, I'm trying to find it on Netflix. There was a show on Netflix that I was going to watch. 
uh, called Transatlantic. Now, it seemed right up my alley, uh, like historical drama, World War II time period, but... Not that long ago, I had been binge-watching World War II content, uh, particularly about the Holocaust and Nazi Germany and all these kind of things, and my goodness, like, I was so exhausted by it. I, I got so tired and overwhelmed by it and started feeling so negatively about it. I told myself, I was like, stop, you know, stop with the World War II stuff. Stop with the Hitler content and the Stalin content and stop popping over to the North Korean content. Like, just stay away from all this. Like, it's not helping you. Um, And I was kind of deep in it for, like, a few day period, maybe, like, three days or something like that, where I had just binge-watched a lot of content that was just super heavy and negative with a lot of, like, you know what's in that content. Like, none of it is really, like, positive, but I was kind of thinking about, like, why do people think these ways and like, you know, conformity and control and, you know, would I have listened, would I have hid, would I have ran, would I have fought, like, what would I have done, you know? I don't know why I just wanted to sit in that for a few days, but I I totally did. And that's also not very like me because I don't tend to gravitate towards heavy content but I have noticed because I've been feeling a little bit better I'm able to kind of tolerate content like that like usually I wouldn't even want to watch a commercial that has something like that in it or like an ad that has some kind of content like that in it I would have been wishing that I never saw like I wouldn't be like deeply kind of like disturbed by it necessarily but I would be like, okay, like, I don't want to see that again, or like, you know, something like, you know, versus like actually actively engaging with it and like watching multiple episodes and movies and documentaries back to back to back like that. Like, usually I would not do that. And if I would, it might have been like one show or one episode or one movie or something, not just like back to back content for multiple days on end like that is not usually you know the way that I because because I've had such high stress levels like that's not usually how I would have done things but I don't know like I um I realize that that's not usually how I would have done things, but I, um, I did do it because I could, and it was a little bit disturbing, but not as disturbing as things normally would have been for me that are like that type of content. And so that's the type of thing that I kind of realized on my own was kind of like how I tune into to different content and how the energy of it kind of affects me or impacts me um because I'm not usually aware of it and so um yeah like because I'm not usually aware of it of how it's impacting me I'm you know I mean because I am usually pretty sensitive to it is what I mean uh and this last time I kind of was just like whatever um, I found it not entertaining, like, in a fun way, but more, like, 
it was like feeding my mind like I kind of liked the intellectual challenge of it all uh even though it was really dark and I don't really you know I don't agree with like racial hatred genocide I don't agree with Nazis and all that you know I'm not into all that kind of stuff but um just the concepts themselves of like society and politics and how people can just be driven to do horrific things um you know that's a lot of the content I was watching right then and um yeah it affects my energy negatively like it it affects my sleep it affects my thought processes it makes me just feel like low low energy like I don't have like I'm not smiling I'm not laughing I'm not excited um and yeah but for for the voice in your mind to come from another reality or another realm um like i i'm not saying something's right or wrong but i'm i'm trying to like think about it like to me it seems like maybe an example of that could be like uh a a way of looking at life or a perception that uh was never had before so i mean i don't know if this is controversial but basically i've noticed that psychedelics so either psychedelics that are uh like most like um like so if you say like psilocybin like people know it as magic mushrooms uh or um uh cannabis edibles like they're you know they've got these psychoactive properties I've talked about multiple times that you know I like these types of products um it's hard to really compare psilocybin to cannabis like it's there are some similarities but they're pretty different um and because where I live uh cannabis well psilocybin as well but cannabis is legal um psilocybin isn't quite legal but you can kind of get your hands on it and you probably won't get in trouble but it's like like they sell it in a way online that you can buy it and order it to deliver it to your house. So it's like, I don't know what to say to that. It's like, okay, maybe it's illegal, but it's also like, I don't think anybody's like tracking these sites or whatever, you know, like, um, they're getting taxed and you know, they have to pay their taxes. The money's still going back to the government. So it's like, whatever, you know? Um, but, oh man, guys, like, I just don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I think, so with the use of psilocybin and cannabis, and I'm talking about this on the fly, I haven't thought this through at all until now. I'm trying to think about it on the spot. Um, I've noticed that it's easy to tap into certain things. Um, where my mind isn't naturally going by itself, but have I had ideas that are so far from my own, 
understanding of the world in general that I'm like this is from some other thing um I would say my own personal experiences have been more like I guess the thing that I can I can explain the best is how I'm feeling one day or like for consecutive days or multiple parts of multiple days you know how I'm feeling and then how I end up actually be how I end up actually like uh what the result is later um so for example like I talk a lot about my energy how I feel like my energy is just crap sometimes like lately I've just been struggling with that a lot like my energy's crap like I wake up I might be anxious in the morning I might feel crappy in the morning I'll eat sometimes I'll be like pretty motivated because of the caffeine and then you know, I'll kind of be getting stuff done and feel good that I got stuff done, but then still be looking at like all the stuff that I didn't get done and just wondering like why I'm no longer able to, um, do things in the way that I used to. Um, cause there was maybe like other times when I found it a little bit easier to, um, like, there were other times when I found it, like, a little bit easier to, um, uh, just be able to kind of do what was maybe, like, expected, um, so I've kind of just been, like, like, um, like, maybe I was able to just kind of, um, ex- experience, you know, uh, feeling like, like, oh, uh, today, today sucks, you know, today's not, not good, like, I'm, I'm looking at the negative stuff, and then I'll take, usually if it's later in the day, it's probably going to be a cannabis product, so... Um, I only really take psilocybin these days, like, on an empty stomach, like, first thing in the morning. Um, and so, um, because I like it on an empty stomach, because otherwise I get, like, stomach irritability. So, I usually don't take these things like I usually don't take psilocybin in the evening um but say I take some psilocybin after a day of kind of feeling like eh, some crumb moments but maybe they got a little bit better and I just kind of moved on you know like that's kind of kind of how a lot of my days go it's like I wouldn't say every single day I feel perfect like I will feel like physically uh negative sensations physically like a little bit I I would call it like physical discomfort I wouldn't really go as far as to call it like pain physical pain um there can be like a little like emotional pain there just kind of like mental pain um cognitive like um, discomfort and then like physical discomfort I would call it more of like a discomfort um it's not itching it's not anything like it's just kind of like 
tension, if that makes sense. Um, like, kind of like, um, like if somebody gives you caffeine, but then, like, you have to just, like, sit there and, like, you can't talk and you can't move and you can't do anything, but your mind is racing and you're you know, you got, like, a lot going on, like, you want to run, you want to go for a run or something, and you're just, like, sitting it quietly in an office or something, like, it's, but it's, like, I don't have to have caffeine in my system to have that type of, it's not that intense, but it's, like, ongoing and mild, just kind of, like, tension, and so I, you know, I might feel that way, and then, you know, after taking some cannabis, like usually it would be an edible, you know, I can kind of talk myself through things a little bit better and just be like, okay, pause, like what's going on, you know, like take a break. Like you notice that, like I've been, I've been having this sensation lately that's kind of weird. Like my throat gets tight and I think so the first time I ever remember that happening was in a practicum where my supervisor was a jerk and I made a mistake on something I didn't know. So we used to have to write these assessments uh, for incoming clients or after they'd been there like a year, we would have to update that same paperwork. It was a little bit different. There were a little bit of differences because they weren't like newly enrolling at that year mark. But I believe um, if you had, if there was another assessment in the system from either a crisis house, a hospital, a perk call, some other site that just used the same system as us, but was doing that same type of assessment for their site, but it wasn't a duplicative service, you would have until that one expired to finish yours and well well the reason why is because whenever you would open a an assessment you would have to open a client plan and so your client plan would expire expire in I don't know how many days I want to say it's like 30 days um you'd have 30 days to finish it um but if there was a client plan open for because of another assessment that was before your assessment, like if their client plan was expiring before your 30 days, you would have to finish your assessment earlier. I didn't know that. I thought we always had 30 days. And so mine was late. So if that makes sense, it's like, it's almost like, okay, if I open something expecting, you know, today's June 16th. If I open something June 16th, expecting that, um, um, you know, July, uh, 15th, I would have to have that assessment finished and closed out and signed off on, um, assuming that I had to have it done. That would have been about 30 days. Um, no, I guess the 16th, the 16th of, uh, the 16th of July, because June has 30 days. I was thinking July has 31 days, but yeah, June, June has 30 days. So it would be exactly the 15th. It would have been due, or 16th, sorry. What am I saying? Today's the 16th, so it would be due in 30 days, which would be the 16th. And so 
but then if it was actually due on the 14th or something uh, and I didn't know and let it go to 30 days now nobody caught that nobody told me nobody explained it to me but you know they I think when the supervisor that was a jerk um went to sign off on it it said maybe there was like some message that came up or something or like you know the due date or whatever like there was something that she kind of finally noticed like oh this is this way and it's therefore late because there's this other thing that was open that you didn't really know you know and so she basically took me to the director to like talk to the director about it I don't know if I thought they were gonna fire me but I was like okay to get like taken into the office but they explained it to me and I was like okay um but I didn't know but then when we were talking uh like I noticed my voice was like super tight and I was like almost whispering because I almost like couldn't talk and I was just like dang like that's never really happened before um but it strangely happened a couple times this week and maybe I can remember maybe two times that it happened between now and that first time which was like dude that must have been like nine, ten, ten, nine years ago or something it was a long time ago so it's happened maybe th- in three periods of time within nine years or so um but I kind of noticed my throat was getting tight this week um and you know I had to kind of take breaks and do some breathing and relaxation because it's like my throat shouldn't be getting tight like I'm not talking to anybody I'm not like yeah I'm podcasting right now but it's like I was just like in my room done for the day with what I was gonna do and I was like man my throat is tight and I kept thinking I had a sore throat like you know like when you're getting sick and I was like no this isn't a sore throat like I didn't have this all day and like it comes and goes but it's because my throat is like tight and it's like man but I noticed like I can kind of relax it so that that isn't happening anymore and so I'm like I don't know like I've been doing a lot of different weird things and so I'm like maybe it's because of something the doctor gave me but it's like I don't I don't think that would be it uh maybe because I mean like I don't know why I would be like that overwhelmed but maybe all the job interview stuff is kind of overwhelming uh some big trip expenses coming up that are pretty overwhelming um to even think about so I don't know like I'm kind of um curious um I'm a little bit curious to know how things are going to unfold for me uh with certain stuff but yeah with the energy I would say the that that is something that I've noticed it's like I'll have some kind of like tension or some kind of like just kind of like negative thoughts throughout the day and then be able to kind of like do type of practices that help like for me definitely listening to drumming and or and or chanting or um deep breathing or even sometimes asmr or 
um, just kind of taking almost a nap, like just kind of laying down, closing my eyes. Um, and for me, when I focus on my breathing, it really does help me take what's on my mind kind of like off my mind because I'm putting a lot of my attention into the breathing. Um, and so, sorry, there's like these old cars that all decided to race each other right now. Jeez. So basically, um, yeah, like there's definitely been kind of a bit going on, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, so that's, I don't really know if I have much more to say about this part of the topic. Like, it's just, it's a lot, but yeah, when I was talking about like, you know, what helps like the breathing, the, um, uh, ASMR, like there's certain areas in my body that I notice that I hold, I wouldn't call it even necessarily tension, but I, well, it is a form of tension, but I've noticed that when I get the most, not the most, but like when I get kind of that feeling of like that tightness in my throat or, um, that kind of anxiety in the morning or, just feeling kind of like oh like that how that feeling the feeling I hate the most is when I have too much caffeine or too much like vitamin b12 or something and it just makes me just like so anxious and I'm like why did I do this (laughs) like every time I'm like why did I drink that whole freaking Starbucks coffee like I know people can and I have before too but the come down from that for me is so intense I'm like damn this is not pleasant like I do not like it at all it feels so bad and like I just hate it so much um but I do it to myself it's like willingly I think actually was it last night or the night before I think I think yesterday I took too much B vitamins I could I could tell because I was super anxious last night um, I think is the B vitamins. I'm pretty sure, um, I had this, uh, instead of having a second cup of coffee or a tea at my lunch time yesterday, um, I decided to have one of those, um, uh, those Vita Shroom, uh, Lion's Mane, uh, non-psychedelic you know, um, coffee, it's a mushroom coffee, uh, but it didn't have any caffeine, it was like a mushroom drink, it has chaga and lion's mane and a whole bunch of different types of B vitamins, um, and I, you know, I had one of those packs, um, I lost one of those packs, I had one of those packs, and so I think when I have that with coffee, it just, throws me and so I had coffee in the morning yesterday and then I had that afterwards and so uh I I think that definitely contributed to me staying awake staying up um but I wasn't like I don't think I don't think that stuff gets me wired but I do think b12 gets me anxious in a way that makes it uncomfortable for me to like easily sleep like I can sleep if I like force myself to do it but it's like I am so bad at forcing myself to sleep that I usually just won't 
Uh, unless I'm feeling tired and like my eyes are starting to close by themselves, usually I'll probably just keep pushing, um, which is terrible. But it's like it's it's what I like. I don't I don't know. Like it, I get a little bit of discomfort when I'm trying to fall asleep sometimes. So it's just kind of not that pleasant. But it's not always like that. It's just sometimes. So it's like, mm. but yeah. Mornings and nights can be hard for me, but it's like, it's because I don't sleep enough. So, uh, and I don't fall asleep right away when I'm tired. So it's like, you know, it's like, dude, you're exhausted. Go to bed. But yeah, like I've started kind of talking myself through things more like that more often. Just like, if I do notice that there's something I need to do and just being like, Hey, you know, like you said, you're going to do this, you know? Um, and I'm not probably perfect with it, but I'm like acknowledging the stuff that I'm avoiding, if that makes sense. So, um, whether or not I'm following through more often or less often, it's hard to tell because it hasn't been that many days. I don't have that much data to work with, but, um, yeah, like that's kind of what I've been trying things that that have been working for me but um with this concept I don't really know other than that kind of what I've done as far as like my my mind um and my own self-talk and kind of how my mind deals with things I kind of just let it deal with things um, I kind of just let my mind run loose, you know, I don't really pull a leash in or anything. And like, I'm starting to do that a little bit, like calmly, patiently, just trying to like, be like, all right, take a step back, like take a seat, you know, let's reflect a little more often in my days. Um, strangely, that is hard to do. Um, like, I do come from a religious background, and I was raised around a lot of different types of religious people, and, you know, one thing that I, you know, I was always raised with this, um, with ideas that, you know, prayer is important, pray, you know, you should pray, and then, you know, I met, um, a Muslim friend, and I had other Jewish friends, um, and then started meeting more Muslim friends, and, you know, there was something I kind of liked at a certain part of my life, which was the praying, praying morning, noon, and night, or, um, the, you know, just praying more often, um, you know, the religion I grew up in, it was more like praying, but not to, um, like, you're not necessarily praying, well, I guess, I don't know, there's no times where you have to pray or where you can't pray, but it's like, um, I don't know, I guess people would expect pray at meals, pray, uh, in the morning, in the evening kind of thing, um, pray if you go to a worship service, but... I don't know. I just like the idea of like a time of day to kind of like do 
praying. Um, I wouldn't say that I um, have done that particularly, but I did, like I mentioned, kind of get into, like, you know, when the sun's setting, you know, not really saying a prayer necessarily, but I mean, I don't really know how to really distinguish between, like, prayer, meditation, reflection, like, to me, I don't know if I really differentiate, you know, like, um, whether or not, you know, I believe or don't believe in a higher power or am praying to one or not, or praying to myself or whatever, like, whatever version of things people do or don't do, it's like, I don't really know what the difference is. Like, I think it's the mind is taking its intention in into something and just kind of like revealing what it understands about whatever and maybe what it doesn't understand yet and what's what's stressful what's good um or just kind of trying to notice what's going on and not even really like talking about it in some kind of way um because I think prayer is more of like a communication um I think usually when people are praying they're usually like assuming that they're like you know um praying to some someone or something I don't think people usually would assume that prayer is like you know I think you would at least be hanging out with whatever you believe in like the entity or whatever it is you would at least be like in the presence of uh even if you're not having some kind of communication just kind of like being there but um I don't know like it is a form of meditation in a way and I think they can all be forms of reflection um but I don't know like um I don't think I'm gonna like fully gravitate back towards you know um you know, I don't know, like, I can't really say if I'm ever gonna do certain things again or not, but I don't see it in the near future, uh, trying to kind of practice prayer routines like that necessarily, um, but I don't know, I, I wonder, you know, people that I meet, people that I know, um, and maybe it's a cultural thing, um, most people I know have difficulty with prayer, difficulty with, um, meditation, difficulty with breath work. Um, when I was listening to those Don Dapani video clips, I did recognize that, you know, what he said, I mean, he kind of keeps saying the same thing in the available clips, but it's like, you know, we're not taught to, uh, focus or train our minds we've never been like taught how to do that so when somebody tells you how to do it like nobody's told you like sit here do it this way you know um usually nobody like says that you know some cultures yes but I mean I would say my generation and the culture I grew up in and the subculture I grew up in like it wasn't really something people would like teach like they might have like seminars where people practice and I remember learning about the Acts prayer. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like 
when you pray to God, you do like it acts that each thing stands for a word. Each letter stands for a word. It's an acronym. So it's like um, the A is, I don't even remember. I think it's affirmation. So you're kind of like giving God affirmations. And then C is confession. And T is thank thankfulness or thanking. Uh, and S is I don't know is it supplication or is it I don't remember I don't know what, what the S was for but um surrender I don't know like it, I don't know but basically it stood for something <laughs> and then you could use that kind of template to like organize praying I gotta look this up I don't know why let me see if I can find this all right come on phone let's go what does the axe prayer stand for oh my gosh of course my internet doesn't want to work um Axe prayer acronym. Oh my gosh. Prayer acronym stand for. What does this stand for? Oh, I was okay. I was maybe right. I got some of the words wrong, but um, so adoration. What did I say? Affirmation. So adoration. So like telling God like how much you adore and appreciate uh confession thanksgiving and supplication so or they say supplication or supply needs um and i think that's um for people who like praying um or who do pray to god uh or to whoever they pray to that's an interesting way of uh laying it out because like when I did have any kind of praying that I was doing when I was alone usually too um I usually um didn't really know um like I usually was like told to pray like I was you know I grew up with it now I lay me down to sleep and you know um you know learning the 23rd psalm and learning the Lord's prayer we didn't really say them all that much like that but like uh it was something to memorize and then like there was a lot of bible memorization and um yeah I always remember like having trouble with praying though I was like sometimes I would be on point about it and I liked it uh there was this book I grew up with called Steps to Christ by Ellen G. White and uh Adventist you know grew up Adventist so basically um yeah like it kind of lays out a lot about prayer as well it's from like the 1800s and so the English is very different but um it's got like a poet poetic old written kind of text to it 
I, I kind of like it sometimes, but it feels like very like, like the books are yelling at you. That's kind of how, <laughs> like whenever I read it, I was like, oh no, like, like it always, like, I don't know, that book to me felt kind of softer, but the other books, there's a lot of them that like the tone that I read it with is just like, you are screwing up. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I never really knew what I fully believed in that kind of stuff, but I mean, it it was interesting food for thought nonetheless and yeah that was a little book that you could get them online for free like there's pdfs and it was basically about that uh, about prayer um and i was i was very interested that you know of all the types of services we went to there wasn't really a lot about prayer it was always this like thing to me that I never really was like I was like sometimes I would feel like this intimate connection and then other times it would just be like talking to a wall like I would say like most of the times I would just be like my mind would wander and I'd find myself just like somewhere completely else thinking about like oh like what I had for dinner just like daydreaming or whatever like it was it would always take my like I would always you know lose focus with praying like that was you know and I had to I basically got to a point where you know I used to feel guilty about it and then I got to a point where I was like you know it's just how it is you know like and so I would pray and then just be like all right that was my prayer for the night and just like even if I was like two minutes in and I was like you know saying the beginning part and then I just kind of wandered off in a daydream and then I'm like oh well that'll count as my prayer you know like I wasn't like forcing myself. I was like, that's just how tonight is. It's just not going to work. And, you know, I always just prayer was always just interesting because like, you know, if you grow up in a religion, most religions, I think, teach you how to pray. Like there's kind of like a method that's like more involved. And it's interesting in Christianity that the only prayer that's really taught in, you know, in the New Testament uh, is it the only one? I guess it's kind of the only one that, you know, it has the, what's called the Lord's prayer. And it's like, that is not that long of a prayer. Um, and there's a lot in the Bible about prayer. I don't like go off and on and on and on. Like I'll record that elsewhere. I'm going to talk about prayer cause I'm in the mood to talk about it. But, um, yeah, I just, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, all that type of stuff with like meditation I, it's kind of the same for me like I have the same issue my mind kind of wanders uh I do notice though with the physical things like body scans and all that kind of stuff like I am very um I can get like I'll still daydream but I'm like that for me actually is a lot more intense like once I start focusing on physical sensations it's like whoa like, that's something that's kind of newer for me. I feel like I've been, like, disconnected from my body for, like, I don't know how many years. Like, like I can tune into it, but not really. And I think that's why, like, at the beginning I was mentioning about, like, that kind of tension I experienced. I think that's why. Because I'm not, like, relaxed all the time or, like, you know, switching my mind into my body to kind of relax more. Like, I'm kind of just, like, stressing out and staying there. Um, and then it's kind of ramping up throughout the day just cause I'm busy and fatiguing and just naturally that's just what I think happens. And 
you know, the most vulnerable parts of the day, of the day are usually, like, when you're sleeping and when you're waking up, you know, because you're not, like, fully aware of what's even going on. And so, yeah, like, I think that does have a lot to do with, like, why it's so hard for me to fall asleep or why when I wake up I'm just, like, like a little bit, like, like, <laughs> like almost every time before I wake up I'm I'm, like, predicting that, like, Okay, if I wake up and I just don't feel too well, that's just how it's going to be. I'll usually reassess after breakfast, after some coffee or after breakfast. Usually, I'll start feeling at least somewhat better, but usually that helps a lot. So, um, but yeah, when I first wake up in the morning, it's like, I am not, I am usually, like, I don't know. If I have slept well and everything, then like, yeah, like, and I've been exercising and stuff, then like, yeah, I'll probably feel pretty fine in the morning but like if I've been letting things go a couple days and eating junk food and sleeping sleeping late and waking up early and like you know just pushing too much then I'll definitely feel it I'll be like whoa I feel pretty not not so refreshed um but I can kind of you know kind of perks up a little bit after breakfast but the issue is that I wake up so early before breakfast usually I'm like a couple hours I'm up a couple hours before breakfast and so it's like to have to like deal with that for a couple hours every morning is like oh my goodness and I'm still so stubborn I haven't started trying to eat at like 5 30 or 6 in the morning uh but maybe I should maybe I should just have like a snack early because it's like I'm up anyways you know and like it might just make my morning just a little more pleasant but um I'll think about that Maybe I'll just keep snacks by my bed. Um, I don't know what snacks, but some kind of snacks. And then just eat them in the morning first thing with my little coffee uh, that I have usually before breakfast. I don't usually have coffee with breakfast. I like to have coffee at least an hour before breakfast, but, you know, I don't know. It depends. Um, Alright guys, so this is a longer episode because I've been kind of slacking on my episodes. I don't think this is the best of quality. I apologize. I'm kind of all over the place. But I was like, I want to record a longer one because I haven't in a while. But there's an hour, a little over an hour for you. So I hope there was some food for thought in there and that it wasn't completely um, just too much nonsense. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of thrown. Um... I got a lot to think about this weekend. I might I might put the book down for a night or a day or so. Um, just so I can kind of think on this more. Um, it might be nice to take this into the weekend a little bit more. Versus like bringing up another topic all of a sudden. But we'll see. If I feel like reading, I'll read too. But Alrighty guys, thanks for listening.